Mama, I know that you could use a little more energy, a little more peace, maybe a little more calm for your busy days. So that's why we're talking about five habits that are going to make it easy for you to do the things that are going to give you the physical, the mental, and spiritual energy to conquer your day. Welcome to the Nurse Mom Podcast, where you're going to learn how to ditch the mom stress through renewed mindsets, healthy habits, and balanced nutrition. God is calling you to a life of peace, joy, and rest, even during this crazy season when kids are tugging at your legs, you can't get a minute to yourself, and you feel like you have a million things to do. So if you are ready to leave the stress and busyness behind and step into the goodness that God has for you and your family, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some Play-Doh, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 20 minutes while we dig into today's show. Let's do it. I've said it before. And I'm going to say it again, over and over again, (laughs) because if you want to have the energy to get the things done, to keep your cool when the kids are trying you, to make the most of your days, you really have to be intentional about spending the time, your time, on the things that are going to give you that energy, the things that are going to give you that peace, that calm, that motivation, all the things that you need to walk it out. But I get it. We live in a busy world. And moms are probably like the busiest people of all time. And it's easy to get caught up and not make enough time for the things that are going to fill you up physically, mentally, and spiritually. But I'm going to help you change that. I'm going to give you five easy habits that will help you to focus and spend a little bit of time each day on the things that really matter. And you know me. I love my habits. And I truly believe that when we build habits around the things that God calls us to focus on, that our lives are, that we can see evidence of it in our lives, right? We can see the fruits of the Spirit, the peace, the faithfulness, the joy, the love, all the things that God promises us, they're evident in our lives when we live our lives the way that He's calling us to. And the six areas of priority that I teach my clients to focus on and that I focus on that I've kind of developed from lessons in the Bible, not kind of, I did, (laughs) are um, your relationship with God, right? God says that is the most important thing. That is what's going to fill you up. Our relationships with others, our emotions and our mindsets, right? We have to renew our minds with God's truth. We have to be aware of what we're thinking and how it's affecting our actions. Um, What did I say? Physical health then rest, right? We are called to rest. God has given us a Sabbath and meaningful work. So these are the six areas of priority. And I have a free download, a free workbook for you. If you haven't done it yet, grab that Nurse Necessities workbook because it's going to help you to get a vision of what God is calling you to. Because there's so many different ways that we could each nourish those different priorities in our lives. And God is calling you to something specific in this season of your life. So grab that workbook and kind of just walk it out with God. Read through it, pray, and 
and figure out what he's calling you to. So then you can make the habits and make the routines to build your life around the things that he's calling you to. So there will be a link to that workbook in the show notes. So back to habits for a second. So I love habits as a strategy for moms because moms have to make so many decisions every day. Some sources say that the average adult makes about 35,000 choices each day because I'm the one that has to decide what everyone's eating. I have to decide how to get everyone where they're going, what everybody's wearing, when they can watch TV, when they can't, when they can have a snack, when they need to take their socks off because they went outside in the mud. I don't know. (laughs) So many things that we have to decide every moment of the day because we are the primary caregivers for all of the people that live under our roofs. And making decisions can be so exhausting because in order to make decisions, our brains use a ton of energy. So our brains take about 20% of all of the energy that our body uses. And that's way more than any other organ. So every decision that we're making, every moment of the day is taking up more energy. But with habits, you're taking the decisions out of the process. So habits are something that happens subconsciously. So your brain converts a sequence of actions into a routine. So it frees up more energy to do and think about other things. Because you don't have to decide if you get the kids' shoes on first or do your makeup or if you cook breakfast before you throw the laundry in or whatever it is. You don't have to decide things when you have habits and routines in place. So it's going to make your life easier. It's going to give you more energy to focus on other things, which is awesome. Yay. So let's jump into the first habit. Start every morning off with a prayer. Like before you even get out of bed, say a prayer. Ask God for what you need for that day, for the strength, for the patience, for the energy. Thank him for the day. Thank him for your blessings that you have because it's going to set your mind right. It's going to set your mind on the things of God. Philippians 4, 8 says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. But how often are we just rushing through our days, barely thinking about anything more than what we're going to do next? And then before we know it, the day's done and we never even acknowledged God. We never connected with him. This is why we're anxious. This is why we're overwhelmed because we're not investing in our relationship with the God of peace, the God who brings peace and joy and who calms our souls. Matthew 6, 33 says, but seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. It doesn't say seek first what you have to get done for the day. Seek first the things you're worrying about for the day. It says seek him first because he's going to help you figure it out. He's going to guide you through the day and give you all that you need to conquer your day. So say a prayer before you even get out of bed. And if you're woken up by a crying baby, go get the baby. Say a prayer with the baby in your arms. If you're woken up by six-year-old kids kicking you like I am, you know, say a prayer with your children. Whatever it is, just connect with God before your feet hit the floor and you get caught up in all the things and you forget to do it. Okay, habit number two, speak positive words over your children in the morning 
because it's going to set their day up for success. They're going to know that they're loved. It's going to get them in the right frame of mind. How many times does the end of the day come after we've tucked all the kids in and we put them to bed and then we're sitting down thinking about the day and and then we kind of have a little bit of regret over like, man, I wish I would have connected a little more with them today because time goes by so fast and we only have a limited amount of time with our children before they're grown and we realize that as moms. So it's so important to make every day count. It can be as simple as I love you while you're looking in their eyes and giving them a hug. It can be, you know, one of my favorites, telling them you were made for a special purpose. There are great things ahead for you. You are accepted, loved, and chosen. You were uniquely created to be you. Build them up with your words because your words absolutely have power. And you're planting seeds that are going to grow throughout their lives and mold who they become. And remember, if you want to make this a real habit, a habit's going to happen in a three-part series, right? You have the cue, the routine, and the reward. So the cue is going to be what triggers you to remember to do this, what triggers your brain to go into automatic mode. So you have to pick something that will trigger you. So for me, it's just the moment I see my children in the morning. So Forrest wakes up early, usually at the same time as me. The minute I get out of bed, he's up. So right when I see him, I tell him something. Like, I am so grateful for you. I'm grateful for your smile and for your hugs. And I know that God has good plans for you today. Silas has been sleeping in. It's kind of throwing off our routines. We might have to modify. But um, he's been sleeping in. So it's the minute he comes down the stairs, I give him a hug and I speak truth over him. So it could be anything for you. It could be, you know, are you sitting down to breakfast together? Are you putting your kids' shoes on before you go out to the bus or handing them their backpacks? Pick a cue that happens regularly every day to trigger you to speak this life over them, to encourage them. And to let them know that they're loved before they take on their day. All right, our third habit is to find time to intentionally connect with your spouse. I don't know about you, but sometimes it's like easy to neglect my spouse, which sounds terrible. Poor Dale. Um, Because the kids are demanding my attention. Dale's not usually demanding my attention, but he still needs it. I mean, if we want want to have a good marriage. (laughs) So I have two habits that I try to make sure I'm doing every day. The first one is to text him in the morning just to say, I love you. How's your day going? Maybe send him a funny joke about something we were talking about. Whatever it is to just connect with him early in the morning. And the second habit I'm honestly not that great at yet. I'm really trying to get better at it. It's when he comes home from work to really just give him my full attention, give him a hug and a kiss, ask him how his day was. And for some reason, that's like such a struggle because the minute he comes home, the kids like go crazy. They're like, ah, and they start like, the minute we try to talk, they just like will not let us talk. But even so, even if it's chaotic, I need to make sure that I'm not getting distracted and that I just do the thing, show him love, look him in the eyes, tell him I love him, ask him how his day was, and just connect with him, even if the kids are yelling and whatever they're doing. So I have cues that are linked to these habits, right? So in the morning, my cue is when I'm eating breakfast. 
So it's just part of my breakfast routine. I read my Bible, I do my worship, and then I text Dale. And my cue later in the day is just when he walks through the door. That's supposed to trigger me to do the thing. So pray for me, guys, because I am I am committed to getting this habit down to make sure I am pouring into our relationship. So what habit can you create to make sure you're intentional about giving your spouse the, the love that he needs? Okay, so the first three habits focused on our relationships, right? Our relationship with God is going to give us the spiritual energy, the spiritual support that we need to walk it out. And every time I say walk it out, which I feel like I keep saying lately, it reminds me of that like 90s rap song, walk it out, walk it out. I don't know if you guys remember that one. But um, then you're, the next two are focus on our relationships with our children and our spouse. So these habits are going to fill you up emotionally. And these three habits are going to come before the next three habits we're going to talk about because God calls us to put them first, right? The first commandment, God says the most important commandment is to love the Lord your God. And then the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. And your neighbor is everyone that you come into contact with, including, if not especially, your family. So the next three habits we're going to talk about are focused on our physical energy, our physical health. And 1 Timothy 4.8 tells us, says, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way, as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. So our relationships are going to be the priority. So when you start putting these habits into action, start with those first. Okay, so the next three, I know I think in the beginning of the podcast, I said five habits, but it's actually six. So, (laughs) all right, so habit number four. Four is to start your day off or whenever your first meal is, if it's not breakfast, if it's lunch, whatever your first meal of the day is, make sure that it's full of healthy fat and protein because fat and protein is going to keep your energy stable. So when you look at like the typical American breakfast, we're talking bagels, pancakes, cereal, toast, oatmeal, fruit smoothies, They're high carbohydrate and they offer your body quick energy, but because they're so high in carbohydrates, what happens is your blood sugar spikes and then it crashes back down and you end up with less energy a couple hours later. So in order to stop that, what you want to do is make sure you have enough fat and protein in your first meal of the day. So you could still have your oatmeal, but you've got to add the healthy fat and protein in. You can still have a fruit smoothie but you got to add the the fat and the protein in. So you could add in some full fat plain yogurt, preferably from A2 cows, if you've caught some of my last episodes. Um, You could add in avocado, hemp seeds, flax seeds, things like that that are going to keep your blood sugar more stable. So this is going to help you to have more stable energy throughout the day. Okay, so habit number five is to add in easy movement. So easy movement. I'm talking like a couple minutes of jumping jacks or leg lifts or something to just get your heart rate lifted, some squats. 
adding movement in throughout your day is going to keep your energy up. It's going to release those feel-good hormones that are going to keep your mood feeling good, keep you patient and less stressed. And it's good for, you know, your physical looks, right? We all want to have a nice booty. <laughs> we all want to have some nice legs. Um, so so there's, there's lots of benefits to this one. But it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be a 30-minute workout. And it, in, in fact, it shouldn't replace your workout if you're already working out. And if you're not working out, it's an easy way to get some movement in. So what I like to do with this is to habit stack. So in the morning before I get dressed, I pick something to do, either a quick round of jumping jacks, some squats, whatever I feel like needs attention that day, and I do it before I get dressed. Then when I'm doing the dishes, same thing. I do whatever exercise I feel like needs to be done. And I link the this easy movement, this quick movement to various things throughout my day. So those things are my cues. Getting dressed is my cue. Doing the dishes is my cue. So where can you add in some quick, easy movement that is going to keep your energy up and your mood stable? All right, our last habit is to add some rest into your day. So Psalm 127.2 tells us, It is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives to his beloved sleep. Guys, rest is a gift from God. I mean, he gave us a whole day of rest in the Sabbath. And so obviously it's important to God. But I think sometimes we really just overlook it and forget. Like we put the the babies down for a nap and we're like, all right, what can we get done? Or we're just busy rushing around. But rest is important. So I challenge you to add rest into every day. Maybe it's just five or ten minutes. Maybe it's a half an hour. But just a time of day where you get to just sit down and rest. I do this in the afternoon before I start my dinner chores And sometimes it looks like just sitting on the couch and closing my eyes and listening to some worship music for 10 minutes. Sometimes it looks like reading a book. Sometimes it's going on a walk with my kiddos. But I'm intentional to make sure it feels like rest because rest for each of us can be different. On a day that I'm working and we're we're doing more school and we're kind of in and sitting around, it's restful to go on a walk. But on our days that we're hiking, it's restful to come in and sit down. So it's going to be different. It's going to look different depending on what season you're in and what your life is like. But adding it in in the afternoon can be a good choice. You know, the afternoon slump, we get tired for a reason in the afternoon because it's how our circadian rhythms work. We naturally have a dip of energy between generally around like one to four. And there's no shame in honoring that. Take your rest in the afternoon. And then you know what I really like to do is after I rest, then I add in that quick, easy movement and get my heart rate up again so that I'm ready to tackle the next thing. So where can you add in rest? What habit or routine can you attach it to? Maybe it's when the baby goes down for a nap. Maybe it's on your lunch break. Maybe it's when you get home from work. Whatever works for you, but pick a consistent cue so you can make it into a habit. All right, so we have six habits to give you the spiritual, mental, and physical energy and peace to conquer your day. The first one is starting your day with prayer. The second one is speaking positive truth over your children in the morning. 
And the next one, the third one, number three, is connecting with your spouse. Number four, ditch the high-carb breakfast and focus on fat and protein. Number five, add in some easy movement. And number six, get a little bit of rest each day. So these are small habits that don't take a lot of time at all, that can truly transform your mindset, your physical health, your mental energy, your emotions for the day, and set you up for success. All right, so get to it and post in the Facebook group. Let us know, you know, what you're adding in, what's working, what you're struggling with, so we can all support each other. And if you've been liking the podcast, please share it with your friends so I can pour into more moms that are just like you. So take a screenshot of the podcast when you're listening and share it on whatever social media that you are on and tag me and I would be so grateful. All right, I hope that this has blessed you and until next week, I pray that God blesses you with all of the spiritual, emotional, mental, and physical energy that you need to live your life to the fullest for God's glory. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcast? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.